0: I know I'd go from rags to riches if you would only say you can. Hey, and welcome
2: to Goodfellas Minute, the only podcast that analyzes the Martin Scorsese picture Goodfellas one exasperated minute at a time. I'm Ron Richards, and I'm here with Josh Flanagan.
1: <laughs> He's not Jewish.
2: <laughs> and joining us for the final day of the week, Mr. Gabriel Hardman. How are you doing, Gabe?
3: I'm doing well, thank
2: you. the end of the episode, we'll let everyone know where they can find you, but everyone should read Gabe and his wife, Karina Becko's great comic book, Invisible Republic. We recommend that, so go read it. There. So uh, this minute starts... (laughs) (laughs) It's a rough transition from that plug, wasn't it? It was a rough. I'm plugging. I'm plugging for Gabe. Long, Long week. Yeah. This minute starts with a happy couple dancing, and it ends with Karen's mother pointing out to the fact that Karen's father never stayed out all night without calling... So the cheesiness of the wedding continues as the as Ray and uh, Ray as Henry and Karen dance. <laughs> <laughs> and this is this is a nice little dancing moment. It's the, the, the I think the song works, the doo-wop song, the, the life is but a dream. They, 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 30 they,
1: seconds.
3: I, the song, the song, you know, this my life, my love <laughs> stuff is so on the nose. It's, it's kind of the opposite of what like Martin Scorsese does in everything else, you know? I mean, Gimme Shelter has nothing to do with what you're looking at when you're, you know, when you're hearing it, you know, it like this is literally saying what's going on in, uh, in the movie. I mean, maybe you can make the argument that they would be playing a song like this at, at the, at the, the wedding, but I would think they would have a band and this is not literally supposed to be a representation of what, what's oh, yeah, no, you
2: know, you can actually see in one of the, in the spinning shot as they spin, as they're dancing, you, there is a band
1: behind them. Right. But there's still a, there's still a subversive element to it though, because, this whole spinning romantic fantasy part of her entry into the life is all bullshit.
3: Well, yeah, and it's, and they say it by cutting to the next thing, you know? Immediately, I mean, it, yeah. It, it, yeah, I mean, that's it's the same thing as the previous thing where we went from mm-hmm. the gun to the wedding, now going from the wedding to completely skipping everything else in their relationship up to that, you know, like going from blissful, wonderful, a little too much, a little too perfect, mm-hmm. Yeah. To where the fuck is he? You know, well, is, it,
1: it cuts to. But this is what the marriage is. So this was yes. the. This was the. We. This was the courtship. Eleven times to the head. <laughs> this is the wedding, <laughs> and then this is the marriage.
2: And is the the wedding is? I mean, if you look at it, the wedding is the ceremony. Is the you know is the act of of coming together and. It, it it kind of plays to the revelry or the the uh, indulgence of I don't want to say these kind of people because they're my people, but I mean, but the idea what like who are these? <laughs> <laughs> But I'm just saying like like these weddings are enormously elaborate and indulgent and over the top and and you know I mean like and they still are to this day. I mean it has nothing to do with the mafia which which but which doesn't exist. you know, like the Queen's weddings are a sight because it's this weird. Hey, we're in this moment and we're just like it's like, you know, it's almost like you know, like Roman. You know what I mean? Like in terms of just, you know, complete, you know, food and, and drink and hour, you know, and, and music and dancing, just completely living in the happiness of this one moment because everything else before it and after it is shit. Oh,
1: it's like wow. I, I see it as like the <laughs> It's an overcompensation. Of yes, everything. right. That's what say, I guess. Like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Look yeah. how great we are living. Look at this this sumptuous bacchanalia we are able to to go on, and it's great, and it's wonderful, and it's it's relates to all the things that that Karen is going to end up talking about and what her life is. You know, the yeah. women with too much makeup and everything. Yeah. And we'll, we'll totally get to that. But I I think I like the contrast of this. So while the song totally is exactly that, it's still the song is their idea of what they want it to be and what they're telling themselves it is, and it is totally not.
3: And I think that it is necessary to lean into, you know, overplaying this kind of idyllic wedding thing because simply because you smash right into that next scene. Right. Yeah, and because yeah. if you didn't, if it was, you know, if it was less, you know, if it was subtler or, or, or more downbeat or subverted in some way, then the, the next scene wouldn't have the impact it does. Right.
1: Yeah. 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 Absolutely.
2: So that's a good segue to the next scene where my only note for this entire minute. That I wrote down after watching it is Karen's mother.
1: Ugh. (laughs) I wrote At Home with the (laughs) Freedmans. I don't know that they're Friedmans in this movie. Yeah. Because Karen Karen Friedman, before she was Karen Hill, but since he's Hill in this movie, I decided to go with it. Yeah. 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 And the woman, the the mother has made a career of playing miserable. Miserable, miserable women. For women. women, I love. But to be fair, every every single line that she utters here is completely memorable. However many years it is, or the twenty five years later that we're we're listening to this, I I think these things and say these things. These are the kind of things that they get stuck in my head like song lyrics. That's another set of those.
3: She's shouting them in your mind, yes. you know, like it, she's <laughs> like the, her performance is so big that like how could you how could you not remember? It?
1: Yeah. I like though when she says he's not Jewish, she kind of whispers it. <laughs> he's
3: not Jewish. <laughs> yes, yeah.
1: everyone in the room is Jewish. It's okay.
2: Oh man, it's it's it, yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's so we, what we what we have is now. This is a month after the wedding, and apparently, Karen's parents have insisted that they live with them, which is just like what like that. It seemed like this was inevitable. This is like knowing Henry's lifestyle. <laughs> And what I what I do like is is so who knows what time it is Obviously it's late and everyone's up there waiting for Henry and um, Karen's mother is yelling and I like Karen's reaction again, you know you could tell that she grew up on Long Island with the with the ma you know? yeah <laughs>
3: so yeah, although we don't get to full. Karen, yeah. volume in this. I mean, like 98% of her performance in this is so like loud and screamy yeah. and everything yeah. that, uh, that it's almost a disappointment that, that we're just on the cusp of that at the end of this moment. I know. Yeah, You're going to sure. miss it. But because yeah. she
1: blasts the very last, last second, she blasts up at the end yeah. and it, it's, it's all going to come out. I like the insinuation that if he's not Jewish, then what she's saying is Jews wouldn't act like this, <laughs> which there is a history of a Jewish mafia.
2: True. Uh, well, and
1: it's related to this. Yeah. And that is a real thing. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, not, I, you don't have to deny that one. I just <laughs> I love that that Long Island uh segregation i guess is, is part of not it's not really the exact word i want but these were all these separate communities and even though they lived among each other and this wasn't that long ago they all still had these very deeply held ideas about themselves versus the others
2: well and pl- plus also is that if you and I, i'm not i'm neither i'm neither uh confirming or denying what you just said but <laughs> if if you look at the cultures and if you look at the uh, a lot of it th- lot of similarities very similar very very similar. similar yeah exactly but she she, looks Italian
1: I mean yeah.
2: <laughs> sorry <laughs> I mean there are a lot of similarities but yeah but but uh, but honestly but gro- growing up in that community it, it, like that yeah that 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 was a thing that is a thing I, you
1: know like listen, there, I I didn't grow up in it but I'm I have roots to it yeah. even I saw that I mean like I I, I you know experienced that and it's it's very it's very related to the the culture that sort of popped up on that that magical island
2: it's a weird it's a weird society effect, and i honestly, I don't quite understand it, but so
1: I think it i i my instinct is that it has to do with the fact that a lot at this point anyway, a lot of those people are tied directly to the people who came over from those countries and they they self you know they stayed with their own group
2: well, you see josh josh, there was a place called Ellis Island,
1: and these the boats would come these say. boats would come to New York city and- <laughs> So you talked about we don't know what time it is, but right. given the year and the fact that the father is watching TV, yes. so there's something on, it can't be that late. Oh, what, the network hasn't shut down for the night yet? Exactly. All right, maybe. So it's not – maybe it's only like 1030, and to, and to Karen's mother, that is unacceptable.
2: No, it's, it's definitely much later. I mean because you get the sense that they're all, you know, that they're all up and they don't want to be up. And I'll, t- I'll be honest with you. I don't think Karen's reading a page of that magazine. <laughs>
1: You <laughs> think it's to put on? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that what's great here is that the only uh, the only, like the father says or and does he he does nothing. He 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 does not react with any of it. Yeah. He's just watching TV. He's had enough. Full stop. And No, that's I, I, no I
2: wouldn't. But, no, but you're saying he's had enough is completely different from what is actually the case. He's had enough because he's just enough. Like he's exhausted. That's what I mean. No, same thing. Same he's got, got nothing same. else. He's got nothing to give. When you say he's had enough, I get the, the next step. Is he's going to get up and control the situation. But this is a defeated no. man. This is. Oh a, no! You no, know, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, where yeah. I'm at. Yeah. He's,
1: there's no point. This is where I am, and I'm just going to have to wait till I die. Well,
2: we're going to hear more about that uh, on, on Monday. Not to keep, <laughs> keep teasing the, the climax of the scene. But,
3: uh... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going to miss that part. I know.
1: Well, you can listen. We'll still be here. Well, we're not able to talk about it, but
3: <laughs> uh, I
2: just I also do love the gaudy garishness of the house decor.
3: Absolutely, yeah, the awesome. Production design
2: and yeah, very. I mean, and and accurate again. I mean, like a lot of you know, like the gold framed paintings on the wall and that sort of thing. Just like the over, like the the design in this in this part of Long Island in the '60s was not not was not good design. And
1: a lot <laughs> of it stuck around through at yeah. least the '90s. I can. Control. Oh yeah. yeah oh gotcha. yeah. It, it really dug its heels in. To be honest, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, it doesn't really look that outdated, but it looks it looks authentic. Yeah, <laughs> I can I, I can see that much.
3: And I got to say that the production designer is Christy Zia, who was a, you know, uh, I worked with her on something at some point, uh, but, you know, great production designer. She, you know, she's one of those people who, you know, who like, you know, is able to, you know, is able to, to craft stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And just because it just
2: adds to the authentic I mean, yeah, I mean, it goes without saying, but it just, it, it, you feel like I, you know, like I, you've been in this house, you know, whether or not they actually filmed at the house in Lawrence or not, but it, it it's, it's definitely decorated correctly. And, and, uh, I mean, I was going to say the only thing missing was the, uh, only thing missing on the couch would be, uh, the couches, uh, covered in the plastic coatings, but I don't know if that's an Italian thing and not a Jewish thing, but, uh, growing up a lot yeah. of the, a lot of the, a lot of the couches of of aunts and grandmothers and stuff like that had that plastic covering around the
3: cushions
1: i feel like that was something that you graduated to as you reached a certain age yeah <laughs> like it was, it's I, time to cover the couch now
3: in one of the scorsese interviews i was reading like last week it, he he started like kind of railing against the plastic covering and felt like it was too cartoonish
2: <laughs> but <laughs> like, it was, was real it was so real yeah <laughs>
3: And then I think he admitted that his parents had plastic cover. Yeah,
1: everybody did. Yeah, jeez. I, I think uh, I, I mean, I, I think the whole thing is throughout the movies we're going to talk about like the, the production design and where it is. Like every set in this movie, for the most part, looks as if they just showed up at a place and shot there. Yeah, yeah. That that was a real and that, that's consistent throughout the whole thing. Everything is lived in in that way, and everything feels totally authentic. And you know, it it feels like they showed up. Like, can we just shoot at your house today? And that's that's great.
2: Yeah, yeah love that. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Well, anything else on this minute?
1: No, it's a it's a, <laughs> it's it's a of, it's not, not a lot. Not a lot. It's leading up lot. to that's it. Right. Yeah. So so
2: despite a little bit of arguing, there were no curses. There were no fucks. So that leaves us with just the five from minute forty-one. That gives us a total of ninety fucks. But at this point in the movie, so we are forty-five minutes into the movie, and we have ninety fucks. That is average of two a minute.
1: Still impressive. We got a lot more to go. That's for sure. I'm feeling, like, I'm feeling like I'm like that's gonna that's gonna take a leap soon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, um, all right. So, before we move on, uh, we have some work to do. Uh, as you, as folks who know, uh, uh, we are on Patreon, and that's where you can go to support the show. You can go to Patreon.com/slash/GFM. And for those of you who have chosen, who've, who've the call and stepped up and chosen to uh, become one of our Pittsburgh connections or uh, Air France or Lufthansa, uh sponsor levels, you get a you get a mobster name. So this week, the three of us, Gabe, Josh, myself, we are going to uh, bless Stephen Brown with a mobster name. So
1: what would Stephen Brown's gangster name be? Well, let's, uh, let's see. <laughs> the- work it out, Josh. Work it out. Well, the first thing that came to me was uh, Stevie Brown bag. <laughs> I like Stevie Brown bag. That's, that's the best I've got so far, but I'm, I mean- I'm willing to kick around some other stuff.
3: I mean, it does feel a little on the nose. I mean, didn't the last time you guys took it to a sort of Cockney rhyming slang? We thing? did. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, there was another level to the uh, to the name. Well,
1: this is this is the first step in a process. Yeah. You, yeah. Know. <laughs> you don't just walk out and they're
3: like, "Look, all I'm doing is pushing you down the road." Yeah, because
1: because <laughs> you said Stevie Brown, you said Stevie
2: uh, Brown bag, and for some reason, I just thought of uh, brown pants
1: but uh, that's probably Brown not, pants?
2: Brown pants, but that's probably it, it's not a
3: little, It's a little Hitler-y. A little, you know? I like <laughs> I like the pants, idea... Of but it's the- still a little Hitlery. Yeah.
1: I like the idea of the brown of the bag like he's he's got something where he's not supposed to he's got it in the bag like yeah. he's got a, he's got a, he's got a drinking problem. You see
2: the, pro- yeah. the the problem with the problem with these is that we don't know anything about these patrons. And I looked up Steve Steve Brown, Stephen Brown based off of just what I could find. I found nothing. So
3: like and a lot of trying to come up with a dossier
2: of... Well yeah, well cuz 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 a lot of the, a lot of the, you know, like a lot of the nicknames that are out there are related to either you know, like so, looking at looking at you know mobster nicknames if they, if there was the mob. You know, like you know they're they're either like a city. You know, like whether like Pittsburgh Phil or or yeah. it, or. It would
1: be nice if you put a note of like, "Oh, I'm uh I'm, yeah. I'm Stewie Hans's sister brother."
2: Like like what you're into, you know, like something to yeah. go with, you know, like you know, because it's it's you know, I mean, I
1: don't well, know. We,
3: we know he carries that brown bag
1: though. Yeah, well, there we go. He's carrying that brown bag around. <laughs> And if it wasn't, if I didn't have to see, I would. I want to just go with Brown Bag, but I feel like there needs to be a Stevie. There needs to be something with with an with an E at the end. The other problem that I've got going the personal thing is that I know a guy named Stephen Brown. He was one of my first bosses, and he he uh, executive produces game shows, and so he's very non Italian American gangstery. Right. So
2: well, you can't you can't let that uh, you know.
1: I'm just I'm just I'm I'm just owning up to it. So what, what else you got? I can't be the only one
3: they there booze in his, in his brown bag? Does he carry lunch in it? Is it okay, I mean, all right. Honestly.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I want to know
1: about this bag. That's basically what I'm at. <laughs> Stevie bottles? <laughs> Stevie lunch time? Stevie, Stevie, well, Stevie roast beef. That's how that came around. <laughs> um,
2: I, I think we got to go with the bag. We got to go with the bag. I think so. Yeah. Stevie brown bag. The first it thing,
3: it's it's very straightforward it's a little on the nose, but <laughs> I think it's good. It's, it's, uh,
1: it's, uh, it's the only thing anyone said if, if anything is pointing out the flaws in this process. <laughs> Listen, they can't. They can't all. You know, the, I, you know that there was a mobster out there who was like, "I really hate my nickname." Oh uh, yeah, no. L- look up some. Look up some of the nicknames. If you Google, it, seriously, if you Google
2: mob nicknames, you'll get a whole listing of all the gang uh, mob nicknames. You get the American Mafia MafiaHistory.us, and there's a yeah. whole list of all the gangster nicknames. And some of these, I'm, I yeah, would like, not want.
3: Yeah. Like Bugsy Siegel, he'll murder you if you call him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah.
1: guessing Nicky Eyes was like that. Kind of sucks. Yeah. And then Mikey Francesi didn't even get one.
3: Right. Oh, but
2: good thing! Good thing you're not like like uh Willie the Rat.
3: Oh, you don't want that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You no, know? That's that's a tough one to mm. uh, that's a tough one to go into a meeting with.
1: Yeah, even if it's ironic, then there's still people are still gonna they're gonna have they're gonna have thoughts gonna about. It. You see, but then
2: then you really you want to <laughs> you want to wish to be like old Ferdinand Baccia, whose nickname was the Shadow. <laughs> Wait, we can do that. Well, I don't know, but we don't know about him. Like, how did he get that name? The chat? like you know, like
3: I think you should just call you know Stephen Brown Tarantula or something.
2: <laughs> so, Steve, we apologize and we thank you for your support. In the meantime, uh, Gabe, where can people find you on the internet if they're interested in your work?
3: They can find me just by my name on all social media, Gabriel Hardman, on you know Twitter and Tumblr and stuff like that. It's the best way to.
2: How, how much do you like Tumblr? <sighs>
3: I think Tumblr's all right. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. (laughs) I think it's good. I like it. I mean, I like to, uh, you you know... it's a you you know it's 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 good for images you know which yeah. is which is which is nice yes and uh you know and i but i tend to put up things that are you know i put up the figure drawings i do and stuff like that so i i i think that mostly people would just be irritated with it but right. you know still i try i don't promote as much on there as i should but i, I never do anyway so.
2: that's it's hard work so and if people were interested in your comic work what, what would you recommend of course invisible republic but you've got some other stuff coming out right yeah
3: um invisible republic which is it's from image it's uh it's it's a monthly book. where the the seventh issue of it comes out soon. So we're uh, we're in the the meat of our second arc. It's a sort of gritty science fiction epic, and we also have a graphic novel called The Crooked Man set in 1906 San Francisco. Where uh, uh, that's that's actually sort of uh, uh, we talked about this off air, but it's sort of based on my great grandfather's experiences in uh, in 1906 San Francisco uh, during the earthquake, but with more violence and murder thrown in. And, you know, and I, I think that that's that's all the announceable type things that we have coming okay. up. And if
2: and if people wanted to see your film work, uh, what would you what, what is the one picture from your uh, IMDb
3: profile you want people that's to watch? That's a good question. Yeah. Um, what are you most in- proud of? Yeah, Inception. I yeah. suppose. I mean that's that's probably the one that I like the most. But that's actually a relatively low bar. So, uh, <laughs> because uh, I'm not in love with a lot of the movies I've worked on. But uh, but you know, I I worked on the last three Christopher Nolan movies. Uh, Inception's the one that I like the most and yeah. you know, and I I sort of liked X-Men 2. Uh, yeah. That that was that was another one that was pretty okay. That um, one that one is highly regarded. Okay. You know, and but I don't know. And when I you know, when I watched
1: Interstellar I thought I'm proud to know that guy.
3: <laughs> i have not actually seen interstellar yet so i can't in a uh i've, uh, I've, I've
1: put it off for a really long time because i was afraid i wouldn't like it and then i loved it yeah it was yeah no,
3: i've heard it's not because i've heard bad things it's not anything like it really is just that like we were out of the country when it when the cast and crew screening <laughs> happened and then i just can't manage to get around to it like i have a problem well, <laughs> seeing movies that i've worked on because i already spent so much time on the thing
2: you have to be watching day of the dolphin or whatever that movie was.
3: <laughs> I didn't work on Day of the Dolphin. I didn't memorize that script backwards and forwards, you know? I mean, like, I, you know, I, I know I know everything about Interstellar already. I don't need to watch the movie. Right.
2: Can you explain how that room worked with the books?
3: Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that I went to Chris Nolan and I said, you know, I bet this is a scene that doesn't need to be storyboarded. And he just... <laughs> And he just looked at me and was like, "No, I think you're wrong." <laughs> and uh, then I spent weeks and weeks and weeks uh, working on that thing. Oh.
1: Did it? So, like well, you yeah. don't know? You haven't seen it? Did, <laughs> did it look anything like where you started?
3: I haven't seen it. Yeah, where? <laughs> I see it. I, I, where I started, there was nothing. There was literally yeah. nothing. Like, nothing but incredibly... Like, he, the, scri- the scripts are... I mean, the great thing about working on Nolan movies is that the script is locked, basically, when you start, which happens almost nowhere else. Everything else is just a big, messy free-for-all with usually, you know, maybe a you know ha- half a script or something. But when you start on his movies, it's pretty orderly, and there's, there's a finished script, and you ha- everybody's working on the same thing, which is great. But... For my purposes, the way these scripts are written are incredibly minimal. There's, you know, there's very little description of anything, and there's not, there's not any great you know, nuanced indication of how everything works. So when you get into things like all those levels of the dream in uh, Inception or all of that Mishigath uh, at the end of uh, Interstellar, it's like I'm going on nothing, you know, like I'm I'm just like I have the vaguest description. I talk to Chris about it and I have to just kind of like, you know, just make up stuff and try to figure it all out and try to, you know, because there's no design work done yet. It's, a, You know, so anyway, yeah, that's the I, I have no idea if it if it's uh, it, it basically can't be the same because I basically just started with nothing. Fascinating. I Maybe could, I, I, we
1: could... be like, this is exactly what I did. Holy shit.
3: Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, that happens as well.
2: Ha <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Well, it's great It's great stuff, and we're, we're big fans of your work, Gabe, both comics and films, so we, we appreciate you taking the time to uh, indulge us with the our silly little podcast here.
3: No, I appreciate being invited onto a, a podcast where I get to talk about something that I'm excited to talk about. I mean, you know, usually I have to like, uh, promote things, you right. know? Yeah, yeah. You know, this, this is actually like I just get to talk about Goodfellas. I mean, right. I, I wish I had a podcast where I could just talk about whatever the fuck I wanted to talk about, movies. I don't know if you
1: know how uh, the internet works, but you can do that. No,
3: I know. I'm not aware. I, I so, I, if I had that, I could just, I could just take a period of time in my life and just talk about movies, whether people listen to it or not. But I can't do that. I don't know. There's, there's taxes and regulations, and I don't understand it. But you
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, are we supposed to be paying taxes on this podcast, Josh?
3: <laughs> are there... Wow.
2: <laughs> well, Gabe, maybe someday your dream will be realized. We, Most, we, we, but but in in, the,
3: in right now, thank you for for including me in your sure,
2: absolutely. You, you were you were on you were on the one of the first names we thought of because no one else talks movies better than you do. Right.
3: And but and who do I send the like the W nine form to though? <laughs> Again,
2: I guess it,
1: there is no accounting
2: <laughs> about that. Fine. <laughs> <laughs>
3: all all right. off
2: the books <laughs> so that wraps it up for this week uh, This is that was Minute 45 tune in on Monday for Minute 46 to just see where Henry actually has been, see if he shows up at the house or not until then you can follow us on Twitter at GoodfellasMin and on Instagram and Facebook at Goodfellas Minute. and you can find all of our back episodes at GoodfellasMinute.com as I mentioned earlier you can support us by going to Patreon.com slash GFM or you can go to GoodfellasMinute.com slash support where you can buy uh, stuff on Amazon via our link and helps us out in the process. If you have any questions or have any comments or if we got anything wrong or you just want to argue with our uh, interpretation of Jewish and Italian Americans, you can email us like contact oh God. <laughs> contact the dot it's already started. Contact at Um And of course, if you like what we do, check out our sister site over at ifanboy.com where we talk about comic books on our weekly podcast. We have a good time there. And of course, if you like this format, you should check out our brethren uh, over at Star Wars Minute, starwarsminute.com, where you can listen to the minute-by-minute analysis of the original Star Wars trilogy. So until next week, you better come home at a decent hour. That's all I'm saying.
0: He's not you. Oh will I go from rags to return My fate is ours